Good day to you. I hope you're having a great day today. I am. Uh, you know, we, uh, we're live right now on Facebook, and so, you know, in our area, we've got a little weather to contend with, but anyway, the sun will come out someday. Well, praise the Lord. Well, I'm just going to ask you to really keep your ears on today. I've got an important message that I believe that if you'll listen to this, it could be another life-changing piece of information for you. I hope it will for those that, that, uh, that know you need some help. That was a good day to get there. So in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for your entrance into this message by the Holy Spirit and the unction that you've given me to speak it and the unction for people to tune in and listen to Jesus' name. So anyway, you know, uh, I guess uh, as I've been going along here and I taught about some things recently that got your attention, I talked about sin consciousness, right, uh, right standing with God and so on. And of course, in that uh, in that uh, teaching, I brought forth some things. However, today I'm switching a little bit of a gear here because it makes a difference. Uh, you know, I might ask you this. How many have made uh, done things recently that after it was over, you kind of said, I wish I would have given that more thought? Or I wish I would have listened to something inside me that maybe warned me about something. Uh, how many have thought that way? How many think that? Or how many wish you had some warning? Uh, you know, just scanning a, a little bit of uh, news today. You know, there's some things out there that people are involved with and, and, and even your children that down the road someday you might say, I wish I'd listened to something inside me that says I need to do something different. Uh, I'm going to just grab a couple things real quick. Now, this is getting right in there. One of the things I read about was something called, Apple has done, called AirTags. It's a little harmless thing. It looks to me like about the size of a, what we used to have a 50-cent piece. Um, and all of a sudden, I realized uh, scam artists and thieves are getting a hold of that, and they can throw one of those in the trunk of your car, into a lady's purse, into your kid's uh, basket, and they can track you everywhere you go. And because of it... Uh, there are people being violated, physically assaulted, they're getting cars stolen, they, all kinds of things. Well, that's not good news, is it? But you see, it's called, we have to be aware of, of some things that are happening right now in our life. They're not like all like everything's just fine all the time. There's some, some way the devil is using right now to distract your life and probably ruin it because that's his fruit. Another thing's about this TikTok. You know, a lot of your children are doing this thing. It's a lot of fun. It's easy, yeah. But you see, if there's a federal government warning. There's a state warning in our state. Uh, that is a Chinese website set to harvest every piece. I have to harvest every bit of information that is available through your child's or your phone. That, that goes into your phone, and it tells a big computer in China Everything about you, your lifestyle, your pictures, your address book, who all you text to, all that. Uh, is that something you need to be aware of? I think you may need to be aware of. It's called awareness. Uh, you know, the Bible talks about walking circumspectly. So that's an issue of being aware of your surroundings. And I notice, you know, a lot of times, and I'll leave this alone just a minute, but the uh, thing is, there's things out there that we need to be aware of. Now, let's go to the Bible, okay? 
Because normally you'd read this scripture and people say, I've heard that scripture before. But let's see how that fits right here today. And let's go to Hebrews chapter 5. I'll read this out of the New King James. Uh, and anyway, it uh, starts out uh, in verse 10, called by God as high priest according to the order of Melchizedek. And people say, well, what's that name? I don't know what that means. Well, listen to me. In verse 11, of whom we have much to say and hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. Now, what is in the writer of Hebrews, what is he talking about? He's not talking about needing hearing aids. He's talking about there's something that you're not paying attention to. And one of those is this Word of God. Now here, let me keep going here. Don't leave me right now. This could, be, this could save your life someday, okay? I hope you're seeing the seriousness of this message. And I'm smiling. But anyway, verse 12, For though by this time you ought to be again the first, again, you ought to teach again the first principles of the oracles of God, and have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he's a babe. Now, don't leave me. One more verse. But solid food belongs to those who are full age or mature. That is, those who by reason of, of use or practice have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. You see, often uh, times in our life, uh, we're going along and we trust people. Maybe we trust our government. Maybe we trust our pastor. Maybe we trust our best friend because they say they're real spiritual. Maybe we do those things. But, but when you're a born-again child of God, you've asked Jesus to come into your life. When he did that, that born-again process, God breathed the Holy Spirit into your life changed your spirit man, changed you, gave you a sensitivity that you didn't have before the Holy Spirit was residing in you. That's called the Spirit of God. So not only do should we have natural discernment, you know, people that don't even know Lord uh, God can discern things. Uh, what does discern mean? Discernment means to distinguish someone or something with difficulty by sight or without senses. In other words, uh, you look at something and they look fine. Uh, you maybe hear something and it sounds fine. But down inside your heart, there's something wrong. There's something wrong. Now, the mature person will begin to regard that. Now, I learned this a long time ago. Uh, you know, even I learned it in, even in ministry. And my wife have operated in this quite a bit in business because, you know, uh, we'll maybe be involved in, in something, maybe a business deal, maybe something like that. And Sandy will say, something's not right. And she's just walking by my desk with a phone, not even hearing the conversation. I'm on the phone back when we used phones. Um, and she'd say, something's wrong. Well, I learned... The good, the easy way and the hard way. When that warning came forth into our household, we better listen because there's something wrong with that person on the other end. Were they good people? I have no idea what they are, but there, there was something about their motivation that God did not want us hooked up with. Now, we live in an age right now when there's all kind of warnings. There's all kind of things. If you go back right now and you begin to read about all the people that have been, a lot of young people are dying right now. Have you noticed that? 
a lot of young athletes, a lot of journalists, a lot of people, and they're not that old. They're dying, and people, well, we're not going to, we don't know what caused their death. But if you remember the intense, intense, intense drive to get the you know the thing on your arm, and now scientists are showing that there was an effect of that. So maybe that's you, maybe you, it wasn't. But see, in our household, something told us something was wrong. So what we did after that, we began to do a research. And we opened ourselves up to some things that were truth. So I'll leave that alone right now. But at the same time, I hope you're starting to get this. Because in verse 14, again, solid food belongs to those who are mature. See, a lot of Christians out there, you know, you, you, I, I'm speaking to people right now, uh, some that are mature, some that are childlike. In other words, you know, they evaluate their churches. I say, well, where do you go to church? Oh, we've got this church with the greatest music. Let me tell you about a church with the greatest mu music. Uh, we were in another city here a few years, several years ago before we returned to where we are now, and there was this big busting out church. Uh, in fact, there was... 10,000 people going to that church. And they had the best music, the best praise and worship. Sandy and I love praise and worship. We love, we love praise and worship. We love to worship God. We do it in our house. We don't need a church to do that necessarily. Everybody said, well, why don't you go to that church? Don't you like the music? And we'd, we didn't know what to say, but say, well, we, we don't have peace about that place. But we, we did uh, go up there a couple times, pay attention. And I'm just going to have to say, I won't tell a lot of that story. But before it was all over, the reason we didn't have peace was that pastor that was actually known throughout the nation was found in a massage parlor with a man. I'll just say it that way. So all the people that were in that church, all of them just loved that music, loved this guy. But how come Sandy and I had a discerning there that was, that was telling us something different? Why was it? We couldn't even nail it. I didn't know all that stuff was going to happen with him. But I'm telling you what, he's gone. He's doing something else now. But at the same time, why out of that percentage were we the only ones that picked up something wasn't right? Maybe somebody else did. I bet they did. But see, they passed it over. Uh, they didn't pay attention to that warning. I, I tell you, this is like a warning today. It's time for you to think about this Bible. People say, oh, that's that spiritual stuff. Yeah, it sure is. But that's, see, the Spirit of God living in us. That's where we get it. Now, let's just run over to 1 John real quick. Uh, another one that will help you with this. I, I hope this is helping you. I really do. I didn't do this just to see, put out a good message. You know, this thing about people say, well, Gary, that was good preaching. Well, you know what? Good preaching isn't enough. We have to, we have to get a hold of what God is really trying to tell us. So let's, let's see if I've got this right. 1 John 3, um, in verse 19, it says, uh, uh, and by this we know that we are of the truth and assure our hearts before him. For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Okay, if our heart condemns us, what's that mean? That simply means something is wrong. Down inside, something's wrong. So it says here, 
if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. That's just simply saying the Holy Spirit's trying to warn you. Amen? In verse 21, Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence towards God. See, there it is, right there. Condemnation doesn't mean you're going to die. It means there's something wrong. In this case, there's something wrong. Brothers and sisters, I want you to heed this. I'm telling you, we're, we're coming into a time, a lot. Of, we've had a rough year. We're coming in to sing and say, well, you know, there'll be this, and there'll be that, and we'll be all a different Congress and all that stuff. Hey, don't believe it. Believe that your life and the life of your children, if you have children and others, depends on what your heart tells you to do. I will tell you this as a testimony. From the time our children could talk or listen, we were teaching them they could hear from God. We were teaching them that. Yes. Do you know what? So you've got this two, three, four year cold, and they hear from God anyway. They do. There's just something about a child of God that, that is so sensitive to the Holy Spirit. That's why many times in our life we've listened to our children. You know, we might be preaching, teaching, all that stuff. Uh, we've been in this Word a long time. But once in a while, one of our children would warn us about something. You know what? Our ears were wide open. And, and as they grew, we continued to tell them, each one of them, all of them, you can hear from God. And you can trust that. Our children are walking in that right now, walking in that peace. And, and I'm telling you, I don't want to act like I know everything, but I'm telling you what, God knows everything. He knows everything. And if you just learn to waste some things, you know, people just run off and do something. They'll hear some scripture or they'll hear some preacher. And, and oh, he tells them all these great things. But then even listen to these great preachers. Something's wrong. Something isn't coming across that screen like it ought to be. And how many, how many just getting on preachers right now, they're preaching milk to most of you. You're not getting the Word of God from most of your pastors that you go to. I'm just telling you, and I'm not against pastors, but I'm telling you, too many of them are throwing out this little, little milky little sermon. They aren't teaching how to be led by the Spirit of God. They're not teaching you that God expects you to pray for people for their healing. They don't teach that. A lot of you are going to denominational churches that don't even talk about born again. It's a rebirth. Why wouldn't you want the Spirit of God living in you by, by doing that? So I probably better move along from this right now. Uh, you know, I, I want you to get a hold of some things right now. Uh, but in, in the final scripture here, anyway, uh, the Bible pretty well says that we have the mind of Christ. But when it says that, it's talking about that we have the thoughts, feelings, and purpose of his heart in our heart. That's the mind of Christ, our heart. So learn to draw on this. I'll be hitting this some more right now, but brothers and sisters, with everything we're faced with coming into the next year, uh, I don't care what nation you live in. I don't care where it's at. There's awful things coming forth, and a lot of it's coming out of your governments and other people and Christian leaders, a lot of it. So you are responsible for your soul for your health. So get born again. Say, Jesus, I really want to tap into this. I want your spirit alive in me in Jesus' name. So Jesus, come into my heart right now and set me free. If this is for you, if you've not done that, because the Bible declares, if you call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. Call upon him today. Ask him for the Holy Spirit to be alive in your life and to, and to help you walk your way through this and become responsible to your spirit in Jesus' name. 
God bless you. Love you. Have a, have a blessed day. Yeah.